This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I can guarantee you that what I'm about to talk about is very important to you. Let's talk about your name. That's important to you, right? I think it's the thing yeah. they say most people is the favorite word they like to hear. Mm-hmm. Unless you're young and your parents are yelling it at you. Well, that's <laughs> if it's your full name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did your parents spend months agonizing over your name and what it would be? Or did they just look at you and just, ah, Chad's fine. He, he looks like a Chad to me. I think most parents spend a lot of time agonizing. Yeah, there's all kinds of books on naming kids and websites wow. and people. They, there's even people that are paid to name your kid for you. It's really not that hard. Okay. Well, it's not that books? hard for sure. Yeah. But there's these professionals and they will take all the information about you, your life, and they'll compile it and they will name your kid for you. And it's like thousands of dollars to name that kid. There's a lot of people that I guess just aren't. I don't know. They don't think for themselves. They like to have someone else think for them. That's me. And and there's a <laughs> lot of people that they hire designers to put the stuff in their home. Uh, they hire someone to name their kids for them. They hire people to do anything that would require them to actually make an effort. You know what? You could become a nameologist and make a lot of money. Matter of fact, if you'd like for us to name your kids, just call in one right now, one 800 We will name them for you. And if, I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. If you're having trouble. <laughs> I like to think optimistically, Tom. Well, the yeah. thing is, we need to market it better than that. you got to make it exclusive. We need to charge a lot for it so people actually think it's worth eh, something. Not me. I'll do it for free. That's why yeah. they're not going to come to you, because who <laughs> wants something that ain't doesn't cost anything? Oh, it's not the best one. Free what? is one of the most important words you could ever hear. But not when you're looking for something quality. Hmm. Okay. Free pizza? I'll go get free pizza anytime. Okay. But you want to give me a free, I don't know, okay. This that I want quality in, I'm going to go get the quality thing. Why don't I do this? I'll just I'll name your car for you. If you are the kind of person that names your car, I'll do that for you. Sorry, mine's named. Okay. All right. Well, I'll anyway. let you name my car. Americans were asked about their names and how they got them and how hard they've been to deal with and if they actually like them. 38% of people say both parents picked their name out together. 27% said their mom decided on their name alone, and 11% said their dad picked their name. That's weird to me because technically I picked my son's name, and I was very involved in my daughter's name. Okay, but your son's a give me. I'm like, you are the fifth in the line of, you know, Paul Thomas Steele's. But that's not so uncommon it's, it's for easy. people to name their son after them, so I would think dads would be more involved. 
I mean, that's a rather common thing. But that's a give me, though. Like, you were going to definitely, if you had a boy, name him and he would be the fifth. But that's my point is how come there are such a small percentage of men that did the naming? I think it's higher. Yeah, my parents agreed, but then my dad wanted it to be because his name is Kenny, K-E-N-N-Y. So that's why he spelled my name T-O-R-R-Y so I could be like him, which I thought was cute. But it also is super confusing because no one knows how to spell it. Even that story is confusing. I understand. Not really. <laughs> um, but I will say, I'm sure moms have a lot to do with it because they're carrying the child around for nine months. But I think dads, I mean, dads are known for kind of wanting to get their way a lot of times. Well, you just made sure you were running some names by your wife that she, your now wife. Well, for my daughter, I, guess, yeah, I was very yeah, involved because we had yeah. to make sure it wasn't someone Girlfriend, I dated before. Yeah. <laughs> and I dated a lot of people. Such a long list, right? So, yeah, we had very <laughs> few names left to choose from. Get this, 3% are named by their sibling. Well, <laughs> how old is the sibling at the time, too? Hey, you want to name your uh, brother or sister? I was 11 and my sister was 14 and we named my brother. Oh, really? Yes. So y'all were involved in Yes. Oh. What'd and you name him? Jeremy. Mm, that's not that's bad. A good one. Now, we had a middle name picked out for him, but they ended up going with my dad's name for his middle name. What name did you pick out for his middle name? You know, I don't remember. Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't remember that because I was 11. It was probably Dog Licker. And they're no, like, no, we're going to go with a dad's name. I'll, I'm going to try to find that because <laughs> it, it was based on a, a TV show. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Okay. My wife was named after an old TV show. Uh, the old $6 million man series. The Bionic Woman. She was named after Jamie Summers. Yeah, okay. Because her dad had a crush on her. (laughs) Wow. That's weird. When asked who or what they're named after, 30% say their parents just like the way the name sounded, and that's what they went with. 27% say they're named after a family member, and 6% named after a family friend. And then 5% say their names were inspired by a religious reference or a celebrity. So that's where your wife was named after a celebrity. Now, you said some of the kids are named after their siblings. You didn't mention the kids that are named by themselves. Wasn't that peekaboo uh, Olympian girl? Didn't she name herself? Okay, less than one percent actually name themselves. But the they population. do. Some people wait till kids get to an age and let them name themselves. That's hippie. Yeah, <laughs> and just how in the world can you scream at them when they are getting in trouble? It's like you don't even have a name for them yet. Well, if you let a baby name themselves, I'm sure to be, ah! Yeah. Well, when it comes to family members, too, you'll hear a lot of people go, oh, yeah, they're named after their grandma. And I'm like, boy, I'm glad I'm not named after my grandma. Both of them. One of them was Opal, and the other one was Maudie. It (laughs) seems like they would have chosen a grandpa for you. (laughs) You look like an Opal, though. (laughs) You kind of do. Thank you. All right. Men are more likely to have names that are easier to spell and pronounce than the women. 81% 81% of Americans say their names are very easy or somewhat easy to pronounce. Yeah, I mean, mine's pretty easy. Well, it is. It is. <laughs> and 23% of Americans go by a nickname based on their first name, which would be you. Instead of Thomas, we call you Tom. Right. And no, 4% <laughs> use their initials. Okay, it'll cause me something we can't say on the radio. <laughs> That's behind your back. Sorry. No, not always. <laughs> okay, but you got like Bernard. What's short for Bernard? It's Bernie. Bernie. Is it Bernie? Okay. I don't know. Why would you throw that out I, there? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of <laughs> other examples. I don't have a lot of good ones. Why would you throw it out there, Richard? Well, we were. <laughs> we were you know they call me. Yes, I, yeah, I do too. It's Rick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> and we got Tori for Tori over there, Victoria. I eventually learned how to say my O's and R's. 
Toey all through <laughs> elementary school. When asked Brutal. if you like your own name, 60% of men said they like their first name, while 59% of women like their first name. As for the middle names, 58% of men like theirs, while 65% of women <laughs> like their middle name. I think it's cool how we get two names and get to choose. It's kind of like our parents know, hey, if we butchered one, maybe they'll like the other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me too, because I feel like my government name is fancier than I am. Victoria, she's fancy. Well, I don't identify with her at all. So no. She's feeling, got her life together. <laughs> when you're feeling fancy, you use Victoria. And when you're feeling like, you know, not as fancy. It's usually when bit. I'm in trouble that I hear Victoria. No. That's when the government name comes out. What's your middle name? Lynn. Victoria well, now Lynn. Seward, my, uh, my maiden name. Yeah. A lot of girls do that, too. They'll switch mm-hmm. to their maiden name. Yep. Well, I like Victoria Lynn. That was actually pretty good. Thank 62% you. of people would classify their name as common. 26 say their name is unique, and 12% say they're not sure. There are 26% of people are named unique. Oh, ain't that funny? <laughs> I mean, these days, that's not totally unheard of. I know, it's true. <laughs> There's some hard to pronounce names out there. And you think about that when you're naming your kids because they will have to deal with that all through their school year. No, you know, that's the yep. thing is you meet people who name their kids some horrific combination. And you're, were they trying to be mean? I mean, did they not see it coming? I, I don't think so. I don't think they're trying to be mean at all. I think they're trying to be unique, Tom. And they want to be different and they want to set, a, you know. But no, like you hear the bad ones, like... I don't know, Seymour Butts or Harry whatever. And you're like, <laughs> why would you name your kid that when you know your first and last name are going to have them beaten during school growing up? Yeah. You just made me think of a, a baseball player that I went to high school with that I can't say his name on air, but That's it horrible was, if you can't yeah. say his name. <laughs> you can't say someone's name on the radio? And he has to live with that every day? <laughs> his parents did not like him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, dating online is not the, I don't know, and I think a lot of times it was kind of considered a bad thing when it first started. Yeah, everybody's doing it now. And now it's just mm. not even even looked at oddly. It's mm-hmm. considered to be normal. In fact, you might be considered odd if you go out to a bar trying to meet a person in, in person. <laughs> Using pickup lines. <laughs> <laughs> but Match.com did a Singles in America study, and they found out some interesting things. First of all, dating now costs an average of $130 a month. What? That's low. That includes the $12 a month for the dating app subscription. That's low for me when I go out alone. I could imagine <laughs> having a date. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, just a meal alone will cost you 60 bucks. I agree. It does sound low to me. Um, They say casual dates for the first date are the way to go. Uh, Most people prefer a casual date like coffee rather than a nice dinner, which is very alien to me because I always was one of those people we went to dinner as a first date. Yeah, but I think when you're meeting online, it's like you can only get so much information from those profiles. And so you're like, you kind of want to do a test date before the official date. Yeah, I can <laughs> kind of see that. One you can get out of. Yeah, could you imagine sitting in a fine dining restaurant waiting for filet and you already hate her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather do that over a $5 yeah. cup of coffee. You yeah. got a point. Mm-hmm. And with, with coffee, too, it, it's less expensive. Plus, you know, if you do like the conversation where it's going, then you can say, hey, we want to go grab dinner. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a long coffee date. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I'm just saying if it goes well. Yeah. Really well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if your coffee date doesn't go well and it's your first one, you know, you know. <laughs> There's going to be another one. Is you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They say that most people are actually looking for a long-term relationship or they're at least open to it. Only 10% of the people said they were trying to date just casually. 
Now, on Tinder, I think that's different. Uh, some people treat Tinder like it's a serious dating app. Those people are called disappointed. Hmm. What but, do you mean? Well, Tinder is kind of a hookup app more than ah, a dating app. I don't app. know about well, that. Well, that's what it started as, and it's and I think a lot of people still see it that way. Well, I've known couples to meet on Tinder, and they're still together. It can happen, but sure. I wouldn't say that's the norm. What what dating site are there? Is There's there to to? Match.com, Bumble. Bumble. There's a ton of dating apps. Tinder wasn't intended to be a dating app. It was intended uh. to be a friends with benefits app. Well, I've never been on any dating app. But. Oh, Kato, you know it's okay now. I don't want to. You should check out that LinkedIn. Look <laughs> <laughs> for a businesswoman. Snag yourself a CEO. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how much you make? Okay. Uh, long distance is not a deal breaker, especially for young people. 60% of young people would date someone who lives more than three hour drive away. I had trouble dating people in Easley. I was yeah. like, man, this is a long drive to your house every time. My husband and I started long distance, and it was actually awesome. And then when we started living together, I was like, well, this is tough. Okay, how far was long distance? About four hours. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's where how y'all started? Yeah, well, we were friends for years oh, before okay. we started All dating. Right. Okay. Yeah. I have a friend, uh, he lives in Myrtle Beach, and she lives up in uh, Taylor's. Wow. Is, so, and they literally will see each other every weekend. Either she's driving there or okay. he's driving here every mm. weekend. That's true love right there. Yeah, That's I mean, dedication. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't. Yeah. You know, them. the upside awesome. is, is you got your whole week. You don't have to deal with that person. <laughs> okay. And then on the weekend, yeah. you're like, let's have fun. And you don't have to deal with them during the stressful day-to-day routines. Mm-hmm. But true. that's where it's going to be leading to. You can, You better hope that you can deal with them during that because it's going to be bad for the marriage. Which is why it was such an adjustment. Trying to figure exactly. out how to get all that to work together. My aunt and uncle, they he passed away and when he was older and she's older. But um, they had a long marriage where he would spend six months of the year in Singapore working for this oil company. And they would only be in the same house for six months of the year. And I think that was a strain. But they, they were <laughs> yeah. very happy with the arrangement the way it was. It I works for some people. It. Exactly. <laughs> for people who probably don't really like each other or something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, they said even if you don't find the one, dating helps you grow and mature. Most men and some women say that dating helps make you a better person. Yeah, because you have to grow and... You have to learn to compromise. You have to learn to compromise. Uh, There's so many factors there. that help, And I, it's actually good to root some of that bad stuff out of you. That's where you're selfish, self-centered, focused only on you and no one else around you. Are you talking to me? No. Oh, okay. All. I was, was feeling a little personally attacked. <laughs> he was talking to me. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I, not, not at all. I was just saying in general, there's people that you know like that. Must have been you, Kato. Yeah. And uh, if you look at it as like a life lesson, it really, you can learn a lot. Sometimes it is well, just them. What's but. so funny is you learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I have no tolerance skill at all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> people get on my nerves sometimes. Here's uh, a shocker. Politics may not be a deal breaker. 46% said they would date someone with very different political views. Not just a little different, but really different. Uh, I don't see how that works. I don't see how that wouldn't drive you crazy eventually. But good for you if you can. (laughs) Age matters less than it used to. 30% of singles have dated someone at least 10 years older than them. And another third have dated someone at least 10 years younger, which makes some sense, I guess. Kato, you need to get back on that retirement app, uh, dating app, (laughs) and get you an old (laughs) granny that's about to die. He said that for years. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, age doesn't I'm matter, a, is what they're saying. Oh, I know yeah. when it comes to that. She's uh-huh. got, but again, she's got to be rich with no family, no living heirs. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the metaverse is now in play. 3% of people have had dates in virtual reality. That oh, is wow. Weird. Now, you know, it's funny you say that, but remember, online dating used to be considered very weird, but this will eventually be the norm. This sounds brilliant. Are you kidding me? An actual date where I don't have to get ready, I could just slap a filter on? Right. Yes, please. Yeah. Mm. And you sit well, there and you feel like you're in the same room with them. You can even put on, on your like Oculus or something, you can watch a movie that feels like you're in a movie theater sitting next to each other. Yes, I am on a beach in Hawaii. I'm glad you noticed. You know, why do that? Why just not order an inflatable date? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know? But there's a real person in this. There's well, a person there. That you just virtually see. Dating's <laughs> changed, though. I saw someone with their iPad out at a restaurant the other night, and they were both eating, but one person wasn't there. How long did they wait on that table yeah, for two? Yeah, it was a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Well, Tori, you, you're talking about being on the beach, but this isn't really about... You being in, it's not a Zoom call. You're together in the app. Oh, well, then I'm You're good. sitting no, side by side in the theater. Oh, no, that sounds so much worse. Why? I, first of all, I don't think I fully understand it. Okay, maybe not. But imagine if you got the headset on and in your, in your eyes and brain, you're in a theater right now. And next to you is this person. They got their headset on. You both look to each other like a normal person. But you're not in the same city, state, or room. Tom, we are in a studio right now. What are you talking about? I don't think I understand it either. Hold on. I got my (laughs) Oculus here. Put this on and you'll see. Do you mean like I can watch a rom-com and he's over there watching some boy movie? Well, theoretically, you would be watching the same movie. Well, the good good thing she's married, right? (laughs) (laughs) I want to shout out to all the dogs today. Tori, I know you're a dog lover. Tom, I know you love dogs. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, Tori, I know you're a dog. (laughs) I was like, okay. Um, 80% of people say they believe their dog can actually smile. I know my dog smiles because he's got an underbite. Very talented. (laughs) Maybe he's fake smiling. And there's dogs that can do unusual things. Have you heard the dog that says hello? Yes. I got a little clip of it for you. Listen to this. Hello. 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 It's like a parrot dog. I know. I mean, that dog was saying hello. He didn't well, know what it meant, but he was saying sure. whatever they said. <laughs> well, you know, coming up here on the Hawk and Tom show, there's one time that you will definitely fake smile and you pretend to be happy. Oh, and it has to do with coming something coming up in the near future. Mother-in-law. Well, it could be that. Yeah. could be that. Wedding day. <laughs> I had a real <laughs> smile then. Yeah. My wife was fake smiling. All right. <laughs> Situations where you always fake smile coming up here after we play one song. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, we're entering the holiday season. Everybody's getting all geared up to spend a lot more time with your extended family. And one in three people actually fake a smile while doing this. Opening a present. Okay, well, I think that's more people have actually admitted to faking a smile when opening a bad present. Right. Oh, yeah, this is great. Thank you, Granny. I love this soap on a rope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I thought you might be going to prison soon. Oh, thank you, Granny. This is almost like that, Tom. Really? Yeah. 
So think more along the lines of while you're eating, but one in three people fake a smile to pretend to like a relative's cooking. Ah. Yeah. Oh, man, I love these green beans. It is awkward when they lock eyes with you as you try it, and you're like, is, is this supposed to crunch? What is this? And you're smiling the whole time. Oh, yeah, it's very good. <laughs> it's turkey surprise. <laughs> <laughs> What's the crunchy part in this? Did you put some cashews in the uh, turkey stuff in this year? It's the wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw where people actually make a wish when they get the wishbone during Thanksgiving. When they crunch on it? No. Yeah, Did they, they wish wished, for a dentist? They wish it wasn't in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But one in three people admit to forcing a smile to pretend that they enjoy the relatives cooking. They say that the younger folks expect to hear some things like, hey, how's your relationship going? Or when are you ever going to get married? Or what's your future aspirations? And they fake smile then and say, oh, I'm going to get married soon. I'm going. To, I'm in a relationship, and it's tough for them. You know what? Get over it. Yeah. We've all dealt with I, it. Exactly. You make up some crap. Think of some funny line and get on with it instead of being a huge victim. We <laughs> all had our parents asking us when we were going to do uncles. all this stuff, yeah. and aunts and uncles. Yeah. We dealt with it. It's not the end of the world. Just think of something and move on. I just always made it purposely awkward. When they asked me about my dating, I'd be like, well, I just got dumped yesterday. <laughs> Thank oh, you for reminding me. And wow. then they stopped asking. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome <laughs> do, for the do, idea. They're like, Tori's got issues. Yeah. Oh, they knew that. Do you still get the question like, when are you going to have kids? Because oh, y'all have been married for a while. Literally on our wedding day, I had ants coming up to me. When are you going to get pregnant? I'm like, girl, I can't even <laughs> breathe in this dress. What are you talking about? Yeah. They don't waste See, any time. you should have gone with the awkward. We're hoping yeah, but, tonight. But, <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, though, you say, you know, the, the aunts and uncles, I'm talking to them, it's, it's, that might be very personal. They might be having troubles in that area. So well, that doesn't never, give them a right to bug you about that's it. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm like, be sensitive to that, those types of things when you're like, hey, when are you going to have kids? Well, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Old people lose all sensibilities anyway, so mm-hmm. they mean well. They're that just like they're like the aunt that sends you those emails you don't mm-hmm. want either. But you just got to be nice or awkward, one or the other. Yeah, make, I mean, make sure you fake smile though when you do reply to them. And and like you said, there's so many great awkward answers. You mean, like, well, my uterus isn't doing well right now. <laughs> Sit down, let's talk about that. <laughs> or <laughs> when are you gonna die? Grandma? Oh, that's good, Kato. Oh. That's oh, no, that was that was that way too is, much. You're right. Man. I can't believe you said that. Well, she'll stop asking. But, but that's uh, I, I, I'm hoping. I think you were kidding. I was kidding, and yeah. I don't. I've never had this. This never goes on in our family gatherings. But, they uh, don't ask about your personal life. Well, that's because you have known them over the years. They have you've trained your extended family not to say anything because you know. Well, nobody asks. Even when yeah. my sister was dating someone, and well, they never bring, got an answer my from you. Brother, or yeah, I don't understand here because i've always heard the family stories you tell is there's some pretty wild stuff that goes on i don't know i mean there has been in the past but okay well i mean we don't argue they, at family gatherings yeah. we don't drink either they, he didn't <laughs> say that to their face what do you oh, mean we are on the radio <laughs> right I'm, now I'm kato, kato loves his family and they oh, are gosh, good people yes. yeah. i mean family that's all you uh that's it, yeah you have nothing family will always be there well about half of adults say they struggle to figure out what to talk about with their relatives and that's why some people leave early like I'm, I'm done talking <laughs> i don't have anything else to say all right my problem is i don't care what they're talking about okay it's like just because someone <laughs> is my third aunt on my mom's side i'm like i don't know you 
I don't okay. really, I'm not going to see you again until next family reunion, and I don't really care what your son's doing in college right now. Well, couldn't you get to know them, Tom, if well, you just gave them a chance? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what would I get out of it? Yeah, you, you won't see him for another year, right? <laughs> so anyway, going back, one in three people fake smile to pretend they like relatives cooking. And here's some other situations where you always fake smile. Okay. Meeting a daughter's boyfriend who has an eyebrow piercing. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, that's your boyfriend. You don't have to fake smile at that, especially not if you're dad. Well, don't forget about grandma always asking, do you get those jeans half off when you come in with rips in your jeans? Yes, grandma. Same joke. Fake every smile. Year. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's uh, not wrong. Here you go. Situations <laughs> where you always fake smile, getting dragged on stage anywhere. Like, let's say you're at like a magician's, uh, you know, watching a magician and they drag you on stage. You you don't want to be there, but you're fake smiling the whole time. So the audience is... <laughs> Every time I ever went, everyone's yeah. wanting to get up there and yeah. raising their hands. Really? Yeah. No, I don't think so at all. Oh, and my wife That's... volunteered to go up well, on Penn and Teller. But your wife, she's... And then she embarrassed yeah. us all because they asked her what she'd like to do, and she said, I'd like to travel and go to places like Europe and Greece. And they, it's the same place. Yeah, yeah. Greece is a part of Europe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was like, she's all mine. Yeah. <laughs> Situations where you always fake smile, opening your front door to find someone with a clipboard. Oh, hi. How are you? So explain to me, again, is your door broken? Why why did you open it? Oh, okay. You're sneaking around the corner? I'm not opening it no matter. I don't care if they saw me or not. Clipboard, uh uh-uh. While you're at checkout with that chatty cashier who wants to ask you about all kinds of stuff, you're fake smiling then, because I want to get out of here. I'm not. I'm yeah. the one asking her questions. Oh. Me too. I enjoy okay. that. I'm like, how are you doing today? You working hard or hardly working? Ha, ta, ta. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you're a cashier and that customer comes through and wants to ask all those questions. Yeah, yeah I'm usually the customer who annoys the cashier. Okay. Have so you sh- tried this menthol preparation? <laughs> the cashier <laughs> is the one that's smiling menthol. then. That's and finally, <laughs> situations where we always fake smile, singing happy birthday to our coworker in the break room. Oh, let's go a step further. If you are the person yeah, getting it sung yeah. to, you're, you're fake smiling. Every time. <laughs> Even in a restaurant, you're fake smiling. Oh, you're like, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. I threaten friends on my birthday. I'm like, do not. Don't do that. <laughs> here. Or I will punch you in the face. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
parts. parts.